In today's episode, we're going to talk about what it takes to be a champ. Have someone who's going to, who's like-minded, who wants to help you grow to that goal. That's the important part. Because there are times where it's hard to look. It's like, uh, I'm going to go into a training camp. I'm not going to be able to, to see you as much. It's like, but I love you. I care about you. I'm going to be praying about you. And then we're also going to cover how do you successfully transition into a new career after the championship. Let's get ready to rumble. Welcome back to another episode of Kingdom Heirs, where faith meets business, inspiring the kingdom-minded entrepreneur. Today, I've got the great privilege of having with me Oscar and Nicole Cantu. Oscar is a Olympic finalist for the London Games, as well as holds seven championship belts. Uh, today, he's going to talk about what it takes to be a champ, and then also how do you successfully transition into your next career once the fight is over. Welcome. How are you guys doing today? Oh, we're doing good. Doing great. <laughs> Happy you're here. Yes, thank you for having us. Absolutely. So, Oscar, champ. What's going on? You ready for this? <laughs> I'm ready. All right, good. <laughs> so, tell me, what belt, What belts do you hold? Uh, so, I have uh, seven different world titles. Um, I had to climb the ranks. The first title I won was the uh, WBC USA NBC uh, flyweight, super flyweight title. And then I got the NABF junior super flyweight, the NABF flyweight title, the NABF super flyweight title, uh, the ABF Bantamweight title, the um, WBC Youth Intercontinental uh, Bantamweight title, and then my last belt was the Honorary World Championship when I announced my retirement from boxing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was just all climbing the ranks to uh, trying to be uh, the best of the best, right? To, wow. To um, all my hard work paying off, but not just for my own glory, but to, to share Christ, right? To share, share the gospel, saying— I love you know, that. It's not about hard work you put in, right? Uh, it's a free gift from God. Ah, that's awesome. The the, the uh, I, man, the um, what would it be? The purpose. That's oh, good. This is good. The purpose behind it all. So mm-hmm. you began at age six. Six years old. Six years old. All right. You were telling me earlier um, that you are one of. Are you one of five or one of six? One of five. Okay, one of five. Yes. And so you have four. Four amazing sisters <laughs> that are older than you. Yeah. So you were the fifth. You were the fifth child, yeah. and then you have another little sister, a younger sister. A younger you. sister. Yes, I got three older. It was me, and then uh, I got my baby sister. Oh my goodness! Wow. Okay, so I see some uh, symmetry here. Um, my, our son Rocco, Megan and I, we have Rocco. He's our fifth. Mm-hmm. He's got four older sisters, and he is now five. And when he came out, he came into life. He came in swinging. <laughs> and he is just ready to fight and ready to box and, and hit daddy every moment he can. So I see some hope here that I might have a world champion in front of Come me. Come on, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the girls would definitely test them. They would definitely <laughs> test them. They do. Well, the um, so you're here in Kingsville, which is about 30 minutes from our studio, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you're born and raised a local guy. You're, yes. you're kind of a local legend here. Uh, I, I noticed that when I met you in Kingsville at a local Starbucks yes. and everybody kept walking around. I didn't really fully know who you were yet, but everybody kept walking. Hey, Oscar. Hey, Oscar. Hey, Oscar. I said, like, do you work here? He's like, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't work here. I said, well, how do they know you? And, and it's because you're like the local hero for Kingsville. I try to be, try to be the best hero out there for them. Uh, the best role model. Yeah. And you, and you've done it and you're doing it. Thank you. So okay. your so your background, you guys have been married is it uh, ten years on February fifteenth? Okay, so ten years coming up. Then that's this yes. month. Yes. yes. All right. We're, we're excited. I'm excited. Yeah. It feels like just yesterday. That's awesome. Well said. And well said. <laughs> and you have a little boy 
yes. who's six years old, mm-hmm. and his name is Jaime. Jaime, yes. So here's my question. Looking at, at you guys, you started your career very young, mm-hmm. right? And you're in amateurs. How many total fights do you have under your under your, your experience? Uh, as an amateur, I had 120 fights, 90 and 30 as a pro, 16 and 2. Uh, okay. But it took 23-year uh, career. It was a 23-year career. 23-year career since I was six years old. Wow. So why why boxing? Why did you choose boxing? Uh, first, my dad uh, started a boxing gym to get kids off the streets. Okay. And uh, me being a young kid, I wanted to just hang out with my dad. Uh, back yeah. at home was nothing but the girls. Yes. Right? So like, yes. let's go hang out. My dad's my best friend. And I just love the sport. Uh, I love that your hard work is going to pay off. It does pay off. I, paid, uh, I, mean, I played all the other sports, uh, football, basketball, uh, soccer, all the other team sports. And I was a perfectionist. Yeah. Uh, I knew that hard work, you know, put the hard work in, you're going to do it, uh, you know, no slacking, no cutting corners. And uh, boxing was just the one that stuck out to me. At 12 years old, I won my first national title. And I was like, I'm good at this. Yeah. Right? Uh, I don't have to be big. I wasn't big for football. No, you weren't. No, you definitely <laughs> no. got football. I was, I was more running fast because I was, a, I didn't want to get tackled. No, all they would hurt guys. you, man. I was like, come on. <laughs> and boxing was it. Uh, and it was a platform that uh, I used to get to give God the glory. I love it. Man, that's awesome. So your so your dad was your dad had a boxing gym opened up as a way to reach the community yes uh, which is phenomenal that's mm-hmm. very very yeah. uh, well done and you were one of the people in the community that got to enjoy it the benefit <laughs> of it oh man I I loved it uh, I always asked my dad hey can I get a boxing uh, a punchy bag at the house or in the backyard he said no 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 he said we have a gym and uh, we don't play boxing I was like yes sir <laughs> like, we we don't play boxing yeah military guy right military yes. background yes and it's so funny uh. My dad did 23 years in the military, and I did 23 years in boxing. I love that. We just realized, wait, wait we both did 23 years? We put in our time. My total mine was harder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yours, I could imagine that. That's awesome. So looking at, um, uh, so you were in 2012. What year did you graduate college? Uh, you, what, what year did you go to college? What year is your time frame? My time frame of college was, was during that time. Uh, okay. 2009 is when I... Uh, when I graduated high school, then after that went, went into to college. Then okay. after that went to seminary school, finished that. Okay, so you finished with a seminary degree. Yes. While you, while you're obtaining belt champion belts. Yes. Yes. I love this. Yeah, we've got a class with some sunglasses on and <laughs> sunglasses. I got some black eyes. Like you know? all beat up, man. <laughs> They're like, are you a street evangelizer too? You're out on the streets right, getting yeah. popped in the face. I love that. So and now you guys met in college. Yes. Okay, so you've been with you've been with Oscar for his whole career, really. Yeah. The and you know the endish of the amateur career and all of his professional career. Okay, wow. So what's that like being married to a boxer? Um, it was amazing. Um, you know, it was took a lot of discipline because he was so disciplined and he was so faithful to his sport. And if I wanted to be a supportive, you know, girlfriend, fiance, and wife, I had yeah. to know what his goals were and support him through it, and not be selfish and want his time all the all the time. Great and, point. And um, just respect how much work it took. How much sacrifice it took for our relationship, um, for him, for him, and you know, want the same things out of life that he wanted. So that's big. It was, yeah, it was she a was lot, awesome. but um, it was so amazing, and I wouldn't have traded it for anything else. Yeah, that's a big deal, and I'm, I'm happy to hear you say that because it, the sacrifice that goes into it. I mean, especially boxing is a very disciplined mm-hmm. sport, and that was like your full time job, right? Yes. I mean, full time yeah. career. So that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, and the, the hours, the diets, like yeah. everything is really intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were saying that you realized that your wife could cook once you stopped boxing. <laughs> I, yes, I did. It's because uh, you now could eat. I could eat. Yeah. Yes, uh, she was. <laughs> but the support she gave me because I was so disciplined. I was like, I can't eat this. I can't eat that. So she'll find different ways. She'll make me healthy nachos and 
know, cook the salmon, cook the fish, cook mm-hmm. the chicken, chi- a lot of chicken. She's like, mm-hmm. yeah. When I retired from boxing, she's like, can we have some steaks? Come can we have on, some, some red meat now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, instead of chicken. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's a big deal. So, you know, what does it take to be a champ? And that's what some of our listeners are going to be on there. What does it take to be a champ? You know, they, they make people who are, uh, that are also athletes themselves. Mm-hmm. And I know you're part of a, a bigger network now where you're communicating with a lot more yes. professional athletes and uh, since your retirement. And we're going to talk about that in a few mm-hmm. minutes, your retirement. But what does it take to be a champ? What type of discipline does it take to, to reach those heights to the point where you're at the place mm-hmm. where you can compete mm-hmm. nationally and then win? Mm-hmm. What does that take? Oh, man. Um, a lot, a lot of discipline. Uh, you got to wake up every day to know why you're going through this. You know why you're putting your your body through some some strict diets, through some strict training, through some training that's sometimes like what you second guess yourself. But uh, you gotta understand every day uh, to take one more step closer to that goal, right? Uh, I like to say uh, win the day, right? Uh, win the day. Win the day. Uh, and not have fear of a failure. Um, Go out there and just keep on going, um, keep on pursuing it, keep on training hard, and your hard work's going to pay off. That, that's what uh, one champion, uh, Rocky Juarez, a champion I looked up to, he was a silver medalist in, in the Sydney Games. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote on, every time his autograph, he put, hard work pays off. And that just yeah. instilled in me as a, as a young kid. I was, until 2000, I was like 10 years, uh, around there, I think 10 years old. Yeah. And... For the rest of my career, you know, became a national champion at 12. Hard work pays off. Hard work pays off. And uh, that's what it takes. But you do have to, like my wife was saying, prioritize your time, right? Uh, And say, hey, have someone who's going to, who's like-minded, who wants to help you grow to that goal. That's the important part. Because there are times where I told her, look, I was like, I'm going to go into a training camp. I'm not going to be able to to see you as much. I was like, but I love you. I care about you. I'm going to be praying about you. Yeah. And she was there. Um, she didn't step into the boxing gym because that was like my, kind of like my sanctuary, my safe yeah. place. Yeah, yeah. Until I turned pro, because mm-hmm. I told her, I said, like, "You're the most beautiful girl in my eyes." Like, <laughs> it's like if you're in the boxing gym, I'm gonna want to be looked at you and not that punch coming in my face. Isn't that so, wild? It's distraction. Great point about distraction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So having someone who's, and not being offended by that. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. Definitely. I mean, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of women be offended. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. I can't be there. Why not? Yeah. And, I mean, honestly. Yeah. And so that's so true. It's just to have to know your to know your goals. And did you let your goals be known that when you met Oscar, was it very clear to you that he had planned to go all the way as far yeah. as he could take it? Oh, I had a nice talk with my future father-in-law about his goals. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was coach, yeah, you know, and so right. he was very happy about the relationship. But we had a conversation probably like day one of meeting him like this. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> and it was great. And it was something I was totally different for me. I'd never kind of grew up that way. We're very different the way we were brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I respected it. It was that structure I was seeking. It was that kind of put together family I was seeking. Yeah. And I found it in my husband and his family. And it was it was so great. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, Because it's kind of like talking about expectations, mm-hmm. right? And and not trying to hide expectations, mm-hmm. but being forthright with expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And knowing what it's going to really take to get there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And And you need support. Yeah. And then at the flip side, you need to support the relationship also. Yeah. It can't yes. just be a one-person relationship. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of entrepreneurs are, are uh, accused of that. It's this relationship's all about you. It's mm-hmm. all about you. And at times it's true because we seem to be like the front runner. Mm-hmm. But without without our spouse, yeah. there's no way we could actually do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's that 
that just needs to be said even more. That's why I love why you guys are you're both through here yeah. because you wouldn't have reached championship yeah. uh, seven times mm-hmm. yeah. uh, if you didn't have the support of your wife. Yeah. It's just it's just truth. Mm-hmm. Right? That, that is very very true. Um, remember. Uh, throughout the high school, I never really had time for a girlfriend. I was so focused on my goal, right? That yeah. self-discipline. Because I've seen so many times boxers, you know, fall in love or, or find a girl who just takes a terrible out. thing, take, takes them out. And so um, I remember telling her, I, I remember thinking to myself, I just need someone who's who's going to be my escape from boxing. Like my little yes. either 30-minute break from boxing. Let's not talk about boxing. And uh, prayed for my wife. Yeah, uh, I didn't pray for a girlfriend because that's so good. I ain't got no time for a girlfriend. Yeah, actually, I'm like, praying for a wife. Yeah, <laughs> praying for my I wife. Love that. Eighteen. I love that. And that. And that it was her. Uh, <laughs> so you guys got married young. No, we met at eighteen. Oh, you met at eighteen. Well, we got married at twenty-one. I was twenty-three. Yeah, no, and she was twenty-two. Okay, yeah. So not yeah. not not too right long after ago. College. Yeah, yes. that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. So the discipline is is the key thing mm-hmm. that I heard you say. Having the right people surround you yes. that support your goals is what I also heard you say, mm-hmm. right? Um, and just the hard work pays off. Yes. Those are the three things that you see on a regular basis that that dep- no matter what the sport or what you put the focus on. Mm-hmm. And that can go anyways, like in your sport, in your career, in yeah. your academics. Yeah. Uh, the discipline, right? Now. Yeah. Tell me about your, your, your highlight fight, your last fight. Um, you know, you didn't know that was your last fight, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. That did not. Yeah. So talk. Take us back there for a few minutes. What was that like? Kind of going into that, and then the after afterwards. Uh, my last fight uh, was in Laredo. You know, it, it was for an, an ABF title belt, a bantamweight belt. It was one of those fights that said, "Hey, we gotta we gotta get this fight. Just a little stepping stone to to fight the world champion, right? To stay to stay busy fights. Yes, yes. Stay, um, stay keep your mechanics going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, if if you if you don't, you get rusty. Your timing's off. Uh, even though we're in the gym sparring, you, you have to go through the real thing, yes, the weigh right. in, the 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 discipline of of cutting weight. Yes. Uh, the discipline of stepping on the scale at the right uh, meat of that contract weight. Uh, it was a great fight. Um, my son was there. Mm-hmm. That was the second fight. Yeah. He was there, and I remember thinking, I'm gonna win this belt, and I'm gonna put it on him. It's, Come on, it's, son! It's huge belt. Yeah. Uh, I think God knew it was gonna be my last fight because we had a lot of family come over to. To, uh, to Laredo we had uh, friends from California travel to watch this fight and I didn't hindsight I didn't, I didn't see that um, of course you're focused yeah, yeah I was like let's go um, went to the fights uh, easily won the fight go back to the hotel uh, enjoy my wife I'm like all I want is a Dr. Pepper after every fight I just wanted my Dr. Dr. Pepper. Pepper that was I it I it. wanted to taste all 23 flavors of that thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Dr. Pepper too I love that um, but yeah I, I think God knew it was gonna be the last one um and then when I realized it was my last fight, my mouth, I should have I should have enjoyed it all. I should have just, yeah. instead of being so, you know, you got to be goal-oriented. You know, you got to be yes. focused, right? Yes, uh, you yes. got to say, this is my opponent. This is who I, I, I got to beat. Uh, I wish I'd said, hey, this is my last uh, ring entrance. Let me let me enjoy it. Let me sit back in. Soak it up. Yeah. And it's so hard to do that. Mm-hmm. I've, mm-hmm. I've, had, I've had victories like that in my life where mm-hmm. I hit the goal. And I thought as I was going to hit the goal, I'd be able to like take a minute to actually enjoy the goal. Mm-hmm. But no. you really don't. Yeah, you don't. What's next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're already focused on the next thing, mm-hmm. and yeah. and it takes away that that joy, mm-hmm. you know. But looking back, you're like, oh well, you know, I was able to accomplish it. And so that's why so much of the process, it's it's the actual like main event is mm-hmm. not actually the main event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all the days and weeks and months yes. that go mm-hmm. ahead of it, right? Yes. Yeah, that's powerful. So from there, then what happens next? Um, training for the world champion, right? Uh, training to, that was my state, my state busy fights. Mm-hmm. And so get back in the gym, train, and then, uh, 
get hit with the the terrible news um, that ended my whole career was I got a brain aneurysm. Uh, mm-hmm. Wasn't feeling good at the gym. Still trying to train hard. Uh, every day was like, got to win the day. Give 100%. Give 100%. Yeah. Do better than what you did yesterday. Yes. Something small um, than you, better than you did yesterday. And I was doing that and just wasn't feeling good. And went to the doctors, found out the news. We had a brain aneurysm. Went crying to my parents. Yeah, um, yeah of course. I felt like I let them down. I felt like I let my coach down, who's my dad. And uh, the first thing they said was, we're not going to support you continue boxing. It's it's a yeah. sign for you to hang it up. And so, wow, wow, that wow, was, wow, wow. That was weight off my shoulder saying, I got to hold this up. I got I to do all this. Yeah. But with them saying, we're not going to support you in boxing. It's time to let it go. It felt good. And then we went home and it was just my wife and I. And that's when the reality, really reality set in like, they didn't want me to train. I was training nine hours a day. Yeah. The now day what before do I do? to do zero. Uh, we don't know if this thing's going to burst to don't let your, your blood pressure get too high. Yeah. So don't was, even run in case. Yeah. Walking on eggshells. Yeah. Uh, so how many years ago was this? And this is 2020. 2020. So, so going on four years. Going on four years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what did happen with it? Uh, we're, we're monitoring it. Uh, I get a monthly injection. Uh, I'm getting uh, every three months of Botox for my headaches, my migraines. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been having some some great days, but when a bad day comes, yeah, it, it's it's terrible. Um, it's behind my left eye. Yeah, and um, it's it's hard to to enjoy life. It's hard to to say, man, this uh, life is great to live uh, without my firm foundation in Christ. This is what this is what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, uh, because it- it's like my identity's gone. I felt like. Um, yeah Yeah. Uh, we know it's real yeah it's real i I I felt like i died yes when when boxing was over as as an athlete as 23 years of my life i feel like little oscar was dead yeah Uh, i immensely had my own funeral in my mind yeah and when i mean that i truly mean that was this restless nights at night saying what do i do yeah Mm -hmm. uh yeah powerful it's yeah. so wow, wow. Those questions are, those are like the cries out, <laughs> yeah, crying out to God, like yeah. why, well, yeah, well, why me, yeah. and why this, and now what? Yes, and now what's and the now what's is uh, uh, again having a having a wife who's who's going after Christ just like you and yeah, wants the best she's for walking you and, the journey with you. Yes, you're not uh, alone. And she was like, "I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you, baby." And I'm eating my pains away, yeah, tearing up bad food and. And I remember just the reality of I'm still alive. Yeah, that's I, right. I still have more to give. Because it could have ended. Yes. Literally, it could have ended in the yeah. ring. It yeah. could have ended at any moment. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I mean, that's yeah. right. I was like, I'm here. And so it's like, I'm here. What am I going to do with it? Yes. Am I going to be, I'm here, eat hot Cheetos and Mountain Dew all every day? No. no I want right. a purpose. Uh, yeah, what's my purpose? That discipline again. Purpose. Bring that discipline again. Let's go. Uh, and let's that. share this, right? Uh, what good is it for me to keep it all to myself if I'm not inspiring the next champion? This is good. This yeah. is great. It kind of brings me to the next, my next question that I had was, you know, um, how do you successfully transition into mm-hmm. a new calling, a new career, yeah. a new focus? Mm-hmm. And you've done that and you're doing it. You're mm-hmm. actively doing it. You're still doing it, right? Yes. And, and you're walking it out. Uh, so you've used your platform of your championships and your discipline, mm-hmm. and you now take that and you bring it to the youth. Yes. And to, and to adults, but you use, you use your, your experiences to to share your motivational speaker, yes, your evangelist. I mean, you use your platform, and, yeah. And tell me, tell me more about that. You know, uh, when you walk into a room, we could all walk in a room and 
everyone thinks we're the same, right? We're, we're equal. But when someone brings out a world championship belts, yeah, eyes open up. Uh, kids start listening. The the ones who are like, oh, I'm the street fighter. I'm good. They're like, oh, this is a boxing. This is a champ. I want to listen to him. He's a disciplined fighter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, they, their, their eyes open up, their ears open up, and their hearts open up yes. to hear what I got to say. And I truly believe God put me on that that uh, that hard road of discipline for 23 years because this new fight, it, it's it's not easy. Yeah. Uh, getting in front of all these kids, uh, getting in front of different attitudes, getting in front of different um, struggles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you could go from one kid who has everything to another kid in the same group who he's like, I'm fighting every single day just to get a meal. I'm, I'm fighting every day just to yeah. to walk back home yeah. to share life with them, um, to share that you can achieve your goals. Yes. Right up. Uh, Kingsville's not a big town, it's a small town. Um, but to say, you know, I'm, I don't know your struggles, but I know how hard it is to win that goal. I know how hard it is every day to to have that self-discipline. And that's what I'm doing now. Uh, the purpose uh, to wake up saying, all right, God, what what next? Yes. Um, all right, God, who who you put on my heart to talk to, right? Uh, boxing world is a tough world. It's a world that a lot of kids go to, even adults go to as their last chance, their last yes. resort saying, this is all I have. Yeah. Uh, I could take a punch or I could give a punch. Yeah. I could either become a, a contender or I could become, you know, just another boxer and, and make some money. But uh, in my life, I knew at, at the age of eight years old uh, that God has something bigger for me. Yes. Uh, eight years old, my dad gave me my, he said, this is your first trunk, so you can design it however you want. All I wanted to put was WWJD. Come on, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus I do? Love I love that. I just want to drop love that little that. seed for everyone to see. Yeah. And so... Again, what am I doing now? Am I am I gonna brag about myself? Uh, about you know I'm, you know I I'm quick to anger. I have no patience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes I'm not the nicest guy out there. Yeah. But I want to show them and share about uh, a God who is slow to anger, who is patient. Yes. Uh, who cares about each and every one of us? And so that was what my career was about. Yeah. Not boasting about myself, but. To boast about God, what yeah. He's done in my life, and yeah, it's powerful. That's yeah. your testimony. Yes, but for athletes, it's it's tough. It is hard. It's a hard. It's a hard road to be a professional athlete as well. Mm-hmm. Nicole, what was it like um, watching uh, Oscar go through that transition? Um, and how do you, and did you see a light at the end of the tunnel, or did you think it was going to end bad? Oh, I I always had um, faith and hope that you know because we know that it doesn't always end well for yeah. for. For, for professional athletes, mm-hmm. like after they get news like this, it doesn't yeah. always end well. So, so you saw that there was hope. Hope, um, because when we caught it, uh, you know, we had to stop and you know remind him he still has been in a father, and we knew the career was was done. Yeah, um, and it was hard because it was um, it was just truly what he was amazing at, and the talent God gave him. Yes, and what he loved, and what we all loved as a family became a whole family yeah. affair. Yes. boxing very family oriented. If, if you allow it to be. It is, yes. And um, so I, we had to just stop and remind him, you know, you're still a husband. You're still a father. Life's yes. going to keep going on. Yeah. You know, you're, I know you're going through pain, but you're still okay. You're still going to have more life left and just transitioning to what next. And he was already as um, a professional boxer speaking at schools, encouraging kids, yes. going to different kinds of rallies and things. And Stopping and realizing, you know, that's the purpose you have. You know, you got called to go to seminary school while you were still in your boxing career. Why? You Why know, did you do that? God's yeah. still wanting to use you that's for right. so much he saw, more. He yeah. saw what was going yeah. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was just preparing him along the way. That's huge. That's yeah. a big deal. Yeah. You know, it's um, 
I, I love the fact that you you bring that up is that, you know, sometimes along the way we think that it's only like one stream that we kind of flow in, mm-hmm. but there's two streams or three mm-hmm. streams and and knowing that, you know, you were you were already on the track of what, what would Jesus do in my life at age yeah. eight mm-hmm. on my trunks. Yeah. yeah. And to realize that there's a purpose and a calling that we have as mm-hmm. followers, as believers, mm-hmm. as abiders, yeah. people who abide in Christ, people who abide in God, who seek him first. Mm-hmm. And 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 to share that with people. I've related the disciplines of boxing to the disciplines of life, right? If you want to be to learn the disciplines of boxing, well, it'll all those disciplines that you would apply in boxing, you could also apply into yeah. life, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and into our faith as well. Yes, yes. And so today, this is what you're you're actively doing now. Yes, is going uh, around traveling around the country and speaking and exactly. You know, the day I got the news that uh, boxing's over, uh, now I look at it as Hey, you lost a round in boxing. That's uh, good. That's a good way to see it. Yeah. But there's another round. Yes. Uh, you you got knocked down, but get back up. Um, don't lose. What what is winning? Winning is just the courage to keep on going. Yeah, that's good. Winning is not having your hands raised at the end of a fight. That's great, yeah. right? You get belts for it. You get uh, medals for it. You get first place trophies for it. Yeah. But winning overall is having the courage to go out there and stand back up after you're knocked yeah. down. That is to winning. Get back up. Uh, yeah. And so applying that to life again. I lost that round, but I'm not going to lose my life. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. For a moment, I thought it was over. Um, for the moment, I thought, I'm a loser. I'm no good. But, you know, as a boxer, we have our coaches who go back to our corner. Um, that coach in my life to talk life to me, to speak life to me, was was my wife. And mm. it wasn't just her words. It was, you know, using, you know, truth, using God's words. And, yeah. yeah. It's powerful. And, yeah. And so, again— uh, getting back up, uh, getting knocked down. You know, th- those boxing relates to everything. Uh, I was put in this sport for a reason. Yeah. And God knew that uh, to share that with with the world. Yes. I think that's powerful. Mm-hmm. It's so powerful to, to look at it and say that, you know, when we do get knocked down, we, we can stand back up. We can trust in the Lord that he will take us through. Mm-hmm. He brought us this far. Yes. Not for us to die and yeah. woe is me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But everything is is useful for teaching, exhortation, yes. encouraging, yeah. all of our experiences. God's word is is useful for all of those things, but and so are our experiences as we trust in him mm-hmm. through life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Right? And so to be able to walk into uh, a young person's life and speak life into them mm-hmm. from your experience is really powerful. Yes. And I think that's what a lot of people may discount their experience when they mm-hmm. want to maybe talking about like people are listening right now, they they may may discount what they what they've experienced and how it can help other people mm-hmm. and then negatively what you've experienced negatively how mm-hmm. it can help other people and what you've experienced positively mm-hmm. can also help shape mm-hmm. exactly exactly um you know uh, we have that uh, you go through a test you have a testimony you go through that mess you have a message right uh, what i've went through god's just glorifying he's the, doing it the day i thought it was that was it no more god's just using it uh to walk life with with these kids, to walk life with these with these athletes, a lot of people think a world champion is a world champion. He is like the king on the throne, not here for the little people. Yeah, but right. to to say a world champion is here just to walk life with you, just to say, hey, how are you doing? Yeah, uh, and really sit down and say, how are you truly doing? Or, or just you know, being a world champion, just being you know a a counselor, just listening to these kids. It's true. It, it truly changes their minds because their mindset says, okay, this professional athlete, he's He's number one in the world. He's not going to care about these little people. Yeah. Um, 
but God didn't make me a world champion so I don't, so I, don't so I could forget about these little people. No, he made me a world champion so I could pour into these little people and, and speak life and speak love and not just myself, but, you know, through our, mm-hmm. through our life, through yeah, our, our journey. That's it. Sometimes it's, sometimes in my journey in my career of boxing, it's not for me to share, but it's for my wife to share because there are some women, there are some girls or even some, some guys who are thinking about their future wife. And I That's want right. them to say this is, you know, it's, so it's not just my story. It's, yeah, it's, it's a great it's, example it's of our story, of what life looks like together. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was thinking about as you were saying that, talking about you know athletes. I was thinking about a lot of, um, you know, business owners, entrepreneurs, and mm-hmm. successful people in life. You know, they they have so much to share. You know, if they share it from a humble position, mm-hmm. it's very powerful. Mm-hmm. And if they share it from a prideful position, an arrogant position, it's very. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah, I, I actually don't want to hear it from you. Thanks. <laughs> you know, I think that there's there's something to be said about a humble, successful person. Mm-hmm. They're they're like a magnet. Mm-hmm. People want to just flock around them. Yeah. Who are warm, who are friendly, who give good advice, who share from a humble perspective, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yes. you know what I'm talking about versus yes. being arrogant and, yeah, and cocky and. They think prideful. you know a, a lot. A lot of champions have you know the bodyguards around them, and yeah. you know I, I can't. I can't uh, touch him. I can't even go talk to him because, you know, back away. This is the champion. Back away. Yeah, yeah, right. That was never me. If someone wants to come up to me, let them. Yeah. I, I want to just give life, even just just shake my hand. Yeah. Uh, right? I, that's I, a I big want, deal. I want them to see Jesus in me. Yeah, that's right? I was like, that was my whole life. Let them see Jesus in me. Yes. As a boxer, when I step in the ring, it was, it was never personal. It was just business. Yeah, come I gotta, on, man. I got to punch my opponent. It's, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take you down. It's the sports, right? Yeah. But when I step out, I am... I'm here to walk life. Yeah, I love right? that. I am not, uh, you know, uh, there's some boxers that have like, th- th- we would joke around that their, their bodyguards are like the stone wall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my bodyguards were, uh, I, we, we joked around like, hey, you're my bodyguards, do this. We call them the picket fence. Yeah, the picket fence. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because one was tall, one was short. Then yeah. I, was like, I was like, we got the picket fence here. But I, I love would it. say if someone wants to come and talk to me, let them talk to me. If, yeah. if you know, the greatest thing is, uh, as as a as a professional boxer, as a world champion, is when I'm eating a, a meal, I see a kid look at me. Or sometimes I'm so focused on on, on what I got going, doing next. Yeah, that's yeah, who yeah. I am. Yes, thinking my about wife it. Be like, hey, uh, they're looking at you. They want to talk to you. Yeah, they want to take a picture with you. They do. Yeah, and he's like, okay, yeah, you know, let's, let's was, do that. <laughs> yeah, I would drop everything for for someone. Yeah, yeah, because you know, uh, I thought my life was over. I thought it was nothing was there. But this is the fight. This is the purpose. This is to the wake up. This is the the discipline of, okay, now I'm not training no more. Now I'm not running um, all these miles. Now I'm not training nine hours a day. But my training is, hey, I, I gotta be knowledgeable on on you know putting all my thoughts together, putting all my life experiences together, and how could yes. that break down and help out this athlete? I'm the chaplain for uh, the university's football team, the Hollywood football team. Yes, and. You know, even though I did not play football, the discipline of boxing, the discipline of being an athlete, it all transfers goes to it. Yeah, and it then, all transfers. Uh, sometimes it's it's a kid who's going to engineering school. The yes. discipline of, hey, yeah, you don't really want to do your work right now. I didn't want to wake up and run seven miles. I didn't want to do this. I That's did, right. I'd rather just stay home. I have, you know, when I first got married, that was a big test of, are you become a champion? Are you going to make it? Or are you going to break it? And that's what my dad told me. What are you going to do? Yeah. That's the selfish right. one guy, the selfish Oscar that I see in the mirror every day. Says, hey, go back in bed and just go fall asleep with your wife. She's beautiful. She's amazing. Who, yeah. who you prayed for? But on the flip side, I got to beat that guy every day in the mirror. That's it. I'm the lazy guy. 
That's you got to right. beat that guy in the mirror and say, keep on going. And so that applies to everything. That's good. That's great advice to beat ourselves because we are yeah. lazy. Yeah. It's so it's so easy just to eat, other, eat, eat another tub of ice cream <laughs> and just sit on the couch yeah. and say, well, next tomorrow I'll, I'll yeah. work out. I'm speaking <laughs> to myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> there's, that, there's that famous Rocky quote, there is no tomorrow. There is there no is tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. We, you know, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. So what are I we love do that. Today? That is so awesome. Yeah. That reminds me of, uh, I, I use this a lot. I say today is the day of salvation. Mm. Today is the day. And I'll, and I know it's a spiritual application. Mm-hmm. Get right with God mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. Um, because we don't have tomorrow guaranteed, yeah. but I'll use that for work as well. Yeah. I was like, oh no, no, no. Today is today. We're getting it done today. We're yeah. not, let's not put it off for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What we can do today. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Well, that's powerful. So this is, um, you're still a young man, and we were talking about this earlier. You're 32 now? 33. You're 33 years old. And so you you guys still have your whole lives in front of you, which is huge. And I think what's great is that you know that you've already accomplished some of the things that people will never accomplish that mm-hmm. aspire to, and you've mm-hmm. already accomplished them. And so what's next on your heights? Uh, your What's next for you that you're pursuing you know, share with us kind of like your your vision for your life. What do you see? What are you dreaming with God on right now? You know, yeah, my big God vision, my big God goal is uh, not just becoming a motivational speaker, but uh, letting that open up the doors to to share Christ, to be an evangelist, to yes. share. Uh, as I shared with you earlier, I was like, I don't want to boast about myself. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, I did some great things. People want to hear about yeah, it. Yeah, they want to hear that, but I can't boast too much about myself because yeah. what is the true life? What is what is what is something that's going to change? What's it all about, really? Yeah, what What's is it all, all about, about in the end of all? Uh, in the good. end, it's well done, my faithful child, right? We want yes. that to happen. We want people to surrender their lives to Christ to find out who they truly are. They have questions about the creation. Let's point them back to the creator. Yeah, that's good. Um, when I was a young kid, I've always wanted to become a world champion. And I was also always wanted to become you know, a motivational speaker, going to schools and having people want, want to hear me speak. Absolutely. Even listen to me. I love that idea. Sounds great. And then great. now that I, I retired from boxing, now that I became a world champion— and I'm like, no way, God. Really? That can happen. I, I'm, I'm a motivational speaker. You know, mm-hmm. I, people are actually calling for me to go to their town and go speak to them, share life with them. Yeah. And we laugh about it because my wife, she graduated with a communications degree. She's like, oh, this is perfect. And she's like, this is what this, I'm here for. She's like, this, this, is, she's like, this is my alley. She's like, you're taking my yeah, job. Yeah, we like flip. <laughs> I love it. But it was great. But do you see how the partnership works? Yeah. And I now it's fun because I get to, I don't know, help them prepare because I'm like, awesome. oh, this is my background. This yeah. is, But that's part of the partnership. Yeah. yeah. And I really believe that, you know, when God brings two people together, mm-hmm. he's bringing them together. They complement one another. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what's really, really powerful is to know and and you being there at the beginning mm-hmm. and knowing that, you know, it's a disciplined process. We're going to walk through this discipline together mm-hmm. as far as it, we go, mm-hmm. but then we're going to transition out well. Mm-hmm. We're not going to let this define us. Yes. Right? Because that's the key thing. A lot of people's uh, devastation moments in their life, they let that be their their definition. Mm-hmm. I was, but. Mm-hmm. I was doing this, but. They allow mm-hmm. that that thing that knocked them down to prevent them from ever dreaming with God again, mm-hmm. yeah. from ever pursuing their passion or their calling in life. And so I think being rooted and established in Christ mm-hmm. is you guys are a walking testimony of that, of what it looks like to be rooted and established, mm-hmm. even as you're pursuing and hitting mm-hmm. mountaintop goals and championships, you you remain rooted and established. And that's why you've done, uh, you've successfully transitioned out mm-hmm. into a new career mm-hmm. That's what I see. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. my takeaway for what yeah. I'm seeing here is that you remained in Christ mm-hmm. and, and you, you kept short accounts and like, all right, here we go. Yeah. 
we can do this together, God. And to dream with God is so important to keep dreaming with him. Exactly. You know, when I tell you I prayed for my wife, I truly like I remember being inside my car praying for my wife. Then I saw heard her testimony, loved it. And I was like, okay, now I got to give her my number. But God put her in my life for the reason that, you know, in boxing, she was like my support. She was my comforter. She was just the one who, all right, I, I, I don't want boxing right now. For the, for this next hour, let's not talk about boxing. I just want to yeah. come to you and just, just relax. But now in this new transition of now I'm being a motivational speaker, God put her in my life for that reason that, no, she does give me the hard criticism, but yeah, coming it, from a loving, which is good. You need a coach. Way. You still need like, a coach. <laughs> yeah, and I love it. Uh, we yeah. just spoke at a family camp, and every night, if she's there, I tell her, "How did I do?" Yeah, that's right. And uh, well, yeah, and she's like, "You did great." And now she's tough. She's just like my dad when my dad was a when my boxing coach. I tough on me. I love that. And I was like, "Wait, what? I did great." <laughs> I'm like, "You tried to mess up." I was like, "You know, I, I didn't feel so good. I was I was a little nervous." I thought I was the only one that does this. <laughs> I, I asked Megan all the time, "How'd I do?" Just <laughs> she, she said, "You did great. You did great." I'm like, "Really?" She's but like, then there's times great. where she does give me that tough criticism. <laughs> She's like, "Well, you said this a little too much. Let's start. Let's start not saying that. Let's start going this." I'm like, "I love it." Yeah, I told her, "This is good." I said, "Be as hard as you want on me because I know it's coming from a loving heart. Yeah, that's you right. You want the best for me. Yeah." Um, now we might get those people in our circle who, you know, they're they're hard on us, but it's not coming from a loving heart. That's right. And we gotta we gotta decipher. We gotta make a decision. Who are we gonna listen to? That's so crucial. Because Your circle around yeah, you is yeah. so important. Even yeah. in boxing, people uh, they, speak life, yeah. not mm-hmm. death. Yeah, yeah. there's mm-hmm. some people who want to pull you away. Who yeah. say, "Oh, you can't do this. You can't do that." Others people who want to see you succeed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's so important. You know, as we wrap up this conversation, um, I appreciate you sharing your your story with us and together to see how you guys have transitioned mm-hmm. together. Because mm-hmm. as we said, you know, it wasn't just you. <laughs> it wasn't just you that was winning championships. It yeah. was you and your family yeah. winning championships yes. together because it takes it takes that group effort mm-hmm. to help mm-hmm. you get there, mm-hmm. right? That partnership. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's what's really powerful about it. And then when that ended, uh, it wasn't the end. Mm-mm. It was yeah. just the next chapter. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And to transition to the next chapter as gracefully as you're doing mm-hmm. is really, really powerful yes. because that's what shows other people that there's life after mm-hmm. something. There's some yeah. people that just, they just don't make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they hit, they, they, they might win the World Series, they might win the Super Bowl and, and, they, and they, they, that's all they ever dreamed about. And then they crash and they're done. And I mean, some people have committed suicide. There's mm-hmm. a number of things that people just, they just ended yeah. and or they're on the streets yeah. because they didn't have that foundation. Right. And that's what Christ brings in our life because he is the water. We're the fish. We don't live outside of the water. Yes. Fishes don't live outside the water. We need to daily be connected to the living water, the living source. Come on. And so I think that's what's super powerful about uh, hearing your story. And um, the earlier you can build that foundation, the better. Yes. In life. Yes. And yeah. that's exactly, that's why it's generational. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to be raising our kids with this mentality, this understanding of being connected to their heavenly father, mm-hmm. because that's what allows them to succeed in life. Mm-hmm. It's not dollars and cents. Mm-mm. It's relationships. Yes. It's always about relationships. So thank you guys for being here. Oh, no, thank you. Uh, I, I I love this. I love that my wife joined me here it's uh, because she was definitely the, one of the main reasons that uh, being successful as, you know, my my professional career then even after that speaking mm-hmm. yeah it's still going yeah i'm Starting excited to see and, and serving yeah, yeah. i mean yes. yeah I, I love this you yeah. guys are you guys are a great example of mm-hmm. community servants mm-hmm. and uh who have a heart have a heart for the community yeah. Yeah. using what you've got and and just blessing 
Mm-hmm. And and uh, so I'm excited to see what God's going to keep doing in your lives. Amen to that. Amen. I'm excited. I'm like, what's right, God, next? I have a mindset of saying, uh, let's go when God's on the driver's seat. I said, like, let's go. Yeah. Let, let, let's go. If you want me to go to wherever, back and forth, back and forth, I am there. I said, like, uh-huh. let's go. That's that's my I mindset. That. I love that. Well, thank you again. Hey, guys, if you liked what you heard, if you would please uh, like, subscribe, and ring the bell. Uh, if you would also comment down below, if you've got a question for uh, Oscar and Nicole, go ahead and comment down below. Uh, they'll get back to you. They'll be able to respond back to you. We're going to include his socials, and uh, that way you know how to connect with them. But uh, these are great people and uh, here to inspire you to continue to, uh, to reach new heights as well. So thank you so much. God bless you, and we'll see you next time. Oh,